<laughs> Welcome to the Market Smarter Sell More podcast presented by the Hayes Group. I am your host, Andy Barnett, joined as always by my co-host, the director of director, the man who puts Hayes in Hayes Group, Mr. Adam Hayes. Eddie. What's up? Should we call this a vidcast instead of a podcast? Vidcast, podcast. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. They need some new uh, new lingo for it, apparently. Right. So, first and you foremost, got a, you got a question I can tell. I do. It's been on my mind here. Yeah, really? What are the Bears going to do with that draft pick? Oh man, are they going to trade it? Or are they going to get Caleb Williams? Or are they going to totally go Bears it's on hard. this? It, it's hard to decide. And the reason is because they <clears throat> they retained a coach. That was usually, the first mistake. Usually, usually don't draft a quarterback first overall if you got a lame duck head coach. Yeah, but they fired the offensive staff, which may also be an indication that they're keeping Fields because they didn't feel like they were getting the most out of him with that other offensive staff. However, they did get the the top <laughs> top OC on the market, Shane Waldron from uh, Seattle. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's appealing to him to come coach fields or if he was more enticed because they said, Hey, we're drafting Williams. That's true. He knows the answer, but I can tell you this. I, you know, I've been an adamant supporter of Justin Fields and so whether the bears keep him or wherever he goes, I think he's going to ultimately wind up being very successful in the league. I I think he is too. I think his ceiling is a top five quarterback. I think his floor is a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. I in, mean, the, in the right system, he that's his that's floor is where is. he's at right now, which is middle of the pack, which is a top 15 quarterback. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I just, I keep thinking they got to, they're going to find a way to bears it. I'm like, don't, don't bears it. All right. Well, they did already. So what they did is they retained yeah, Eberflus, which yeah. is like, we're okay with mediocre. Oh, I thought you were going to go back to they drafted Trubisky oh, and then they. Well, that was. A different I thought you were going to go for that was yeah. a different regime. So that, that the, was old Bears in it. The, this the, is new Bears in it. The challenge now is that, uh, for crying out loud, why do you pay? Like Jim Harbaugh as a person or not, he's a winner. Yeah, and that, that was their first mistake. That, not- he was on. Everyone in the world knew that he was coming to the NFL this year. Yeah, right. Because he wasn't going to sit around and wait for the NCAA to come <laughs> exactly. down hard on him. Right? Well, He's I, out of there. Right. I read an article. That's the new blueprint. Anyways, yeah. it's just the go, Bears yeah. originally drafted him in '86 or '87 or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. He's got loyalty to the Bears. Yeah, tons of get, tons of ties. Get, get out of the way of your ego and hire the best coach. Right. And if you think about all the time he spent in the Midwest at the Bear with the Bears, then yeah. in Indianapolis, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how tons, many years did he coach here. the Niners? Five, six? Not very many. He seems to wear out his welcome pretty quickly. He does because he's very abrasive. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, it's it's his way or the highway, and I, I you know, it probably rubs the McCaskey family. I the think wrong it's way. his way for three or four years, and the winning kind of makes it a little bit easier to deal with that, and then it just gets old after a They're while. Like, oh, this guy's grading. Yeah, because I went to yeah. Stanford. He was successful. You know, went in the NFL, was successful. Yes. Went back to college, successful. You know he's going to win. Yeah. I think you know? if, if he was in San Francisco for five years, I think he was there during the Kaepernick time when they drafted Kaepernick. Yeah. Yeah, he was. But I think out of the, let's say it's five years, I think out of those five, he was in the AFC Championship three out of the five. Yeah. In a right? Super Bowl. Lost yeah. to his brother. Yeah. Yeah. But just barely, too. That was, that was yeah. close. That was a Super Bowl where, like, the lights went out. Yes. Or Jim and John. <laughs> That's right. All right. So. Here's how this is going to work. We will have a segment here at the beginning. 
I loosely referred to as ask the expert. Um, not that you're not an expert, but that's just kind of a lame. Uh, uh, that's a, that's I don't a, like it. I don't like it either. We'll, we'll come up with something better here eventually. That being said, we're going to, we're going to go through, talk a little how bit about, of marketing. How about uh, real answers in marketing? Something like that. Sounds great. We'll flash that on yeah. the screen with a big siren. <laughs> real answers in marketing. <laughs> Shit that works today. Yes, it works today. <laughs> <laughs> with a bit of an echo. Yeah. Like Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, so what's your truck marketing? <laughs> that's right. So we're going to have that segment. Uh, and then we're going to take a quick break and we will come back with a guest. Yeah. Um, so that's how it's going to work. And so first question here, first, uh, ask the expert slash, don't uh, say that again. <laughs> so, okay. I own a, I own a company and you know, I've done the, what I considered the, the things that need to be done to, you know, I've got a web page, I've got all everything on there that I need all my products, but man, when I go look and I try to search myself, I'm showing up on page six, seven, if I'm showing up at all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're doing pretty well with business. Um, you know, people are coming in the door. Why am I so difficult to find and how can I improve that? That's a good question. Is your product worth a shit? <laughs> I, I don't know. People, people are buying it. <laughs> people want it. People want it. Yeah. I don't know if they're good or yeah. not. <clears throat> I mean, that it, really, it's about, you know, positioning your, your organization in the search results. So... I'm going to answer that in a, a little bit broader way because it helps paint a, pi a picture of how and why Google ranks websites. Okay, uh -huh. So <clears throat> when you think about the overarching picture, the most important thing to Google is user trust. And if they lose user trust, their entire brand and reputation goes down the tubes. Sure. So whatever appears in the search that's related to the context of the words that you entered onto the screen for your search, let's say you're looking for dog colors or dog leashes or something like that it's really important to Google to give you the best result of what they think you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So the, first of all, they're judging what they consider your intention might be. Um, whether you're intending to buy a dog leash or you're looking them up for what's the definition of a dog leash. Right. leash. <clears throat> so if you start with the framework of answering the question by saying, first and foremost, Google has to maintain user trust, meaning they're going to rank websites that they feel people are, you know, going to like and trust and have a good experience with. So that being said, how do you build that trust? How do you build that trust? Okay. So it's one thing for your website to have particular um, keywords and descriptions and copy on the website. That's reflective of the product uh, that you uh, are selling or the service that you're selling. Uh, it's a whole nother ball game to have it verified by external sources. Okay. So you can stand there and say you have the best XYZ product on planet earth. Google's going to look at it and go, Hey, I see that you, you think you have, you know, the best product on planet earth, but to us, our reputation is really important. We want to vet you first. The only way that we know how to vet you is by determining the number of other sources that are also saying, my gosh, this product XYZ is really a good resource. Yeah. Okay. And so the way that's done uh, in today's terms is multiple methods. And, and those can be, um, you know, signals from your social media. Are you posting on social media? What's the <coughs> engagement and interaction on social media? It's also the number of other websites and the quality of those websites that are linking back to you, verifying that mm -hmm. XYZ is a really good product. And so that's what it really comes down to is 
you know, establishing your reputation online, getting verification from other sources that say, yes, product XYZ is actually right. a good product. Uh -huh. Because again, going back to user trust, Google will not expose their user trust. They want to give the best experience to the user. Right. So it'd be up for me as a, as a business owner then to do everything within my power to build my reputation with Google. Um, with other sources. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. But to, to build that reputation so then I can have a higher reputation ranking, I can appear higher in uh, the search queue. That's right. And they're going to give you uh, more traffic when, when they see right. that others are trusting you. Sure, right? sure, sure. Makes total sense. And there you have it, folks. That is not Ask the Expert segment. That is absolutely don't ask the expert. That is not asking the expert segment. We are going to take a quick break. We will be right back with our guest. Crazy King Burrito. Crazy King is now open in Carmel, Indiana, folks. And you do not want to miss their incredible menu. Crazy King burritos are made fresh daily with authentic Mexican recipes. They believe in doing one thing and doing it right, which is great news for us. Every burrito is fresh made by people who know exactly what they're doing to handcraft the biggest burrito I think I've ever seen. You can dine in or they can bring it out to you with curbside pickup. Check out their online menu at the link below to order from your new favorite burrito place. Crazy King Burrito. Um, Right Welcome on. back to the Market Smarter Sell More podcast. We're now joined by our guest, Mr. Gavin Fisher, President of Midwest Business Funding. Uh, Gavin, thanks for joining us. Uh, who are you? Where you come from? What do you do? Well, thank you guys for having me on. This uh -huh. is great. Who am I? Where am I? What yeah. am I doing? That's yeah. a very good question every day of the week. Where, where are you going? What are you doing? I ask what myself that when I walk into the office. <laughs> okay, what are, what are we at today? In general, what the idea of Midwest Business Funding is, is a, a small business lender. We fill gaps for companies in a growth mode. Uh, typically, we're looking to help somebody in a 6, 12, 18-month time frame mm -hmm. get from point A to point B quickly. And we look to the future to help for growth that way instead of looking at the past. We right. look at the future, what they got going on to help them out. Okay. okay. So how do, how do folks come to find out that they need your services? Great question. And I would say there's a couple different ways. One is that they have tried to get financing elsewhere, traditional financing, maybe at a bank, credit union, what have you. And for whatever reason, that's not working. And most of the time what we find out is not working, not because of credit score or because the business model doesn't work, is because they are in such a growth mode and a bank looks in the past and says, hey, wait a second, there's been a loss here, a hiccup there. But now they've got a contract going forward or a good accounts receivables going forward and the bank wants to see how those play out. Mm -hmm. So then they've got to look elsewhere and that's where we come in. We say, hey, great. We've seen the hiccups. We're fine. Everything looks good. Business model's perfect. And you got two or three new contracts. You brought on some new clients that are paying regularly. And then that's how, how they find us. Uh, and that's how we work together with them. Finding us, obviously, just you know, MidwestBusinessFunding.com or or anywhere else. We do a lot of networking, get out there. We, we work with a lot of bankers for that exact reason to refer over. Uh, and then between myself and Scott Callahan, the CEO, we do our best to get our get our name out. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about what the process looks like, how, how somebody might specifically think of you. What are a couple of the trigger mechanisms that they go, oh yeah, I probably need to reach out to those guys. Sure. So what I would say there is that your need maybe is a little unconventional or your cash flow is a tick tighter 
than what you would like it or what a bank would like it, credit union would like it. And you, you know that the growth is coming and what you're going to have is, is great and income is coming in and you just got to have a little bit of extra capital to get over the hump. And that's, that's where we come in. We just provide that quick capital side of the business, like I said, on a six to 18 month kind of time frame, get you cranking. And then really our goal is to get you back to a bank and, and say, hey, look, they've been successful with us for a year and a half. Sure. Everything's working well. Mm -hmm. Take over. And that's that's fine. Right. Yeah. 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 What, what, what's your what's your goals like for the next year? What's what's the growth projections look like for you? What do you you know, where do you plan on you know continuing to take this in the future? Sure. So we, we're trying to expand our product line. We've got two, three, four things we do really well. Mm -hmm. We'd like to add some products and services to that. As as mentioned, we are short term. How do we put something in place that maybe is a little bit long term, 24 to 36 months for some folks? Uh -huh. If we can wrap our heads around that, that'd be good because that would open us up to help more clients. And that's the key is about their needs. A lot of times we've got an opportunity to help. Well, with the way we do terms right now, it's still cash flow crunches somebody and it doesn't make sense to move forward because we yeah. put them in a bad position, even though, hey, great, we got something done. And that's not fair to the client for sure. So besides adding some more products, uh, look at partnering with more folks outside of yeah. Indiana and try to drive different revenue channels from different partners. How can we partner up right with a company in Ohio that does something similar to us? And now would mean mm -hmm. we can refer business back and forth. We can take care of some of their Indiana people. They take care of some people we have in Ohio or we start splitting mm -hmm. deals, right? So somebody comes to us for $500,000, for instance, and we reach out to a partner and say, hey, we like this deal for these reasons. We want our risk level to be at 250 and we can sell it off or have them come in and, and piggyback on 250 that. So it allows us to do more for people, taking a little bit less risk mm -hmm. and bringing in new partners that can expand their sure. footprint as well. Sure. And, and speaking of footprints, that's a good segue. What What is your guys' footprint? Like, you, Are most of your customers generally somewhat local to the Indianapolis area or is it is it beyond that? Sure. I would say the majority, if you look at our client base, majority are within... Indianapolis to a three or four hour drive. Okay. Uh, but we do cover the Midwest and we've mm -hmm. got clients in Florida, Arizona, California as well. Hence the Midwest part. Of what do you know? <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> Look at that. Crazy how that name works. That's right. You must have a great marketing team. <laughs> yes, we do. It's <laughs> great. Awesome. Well, let's jump over to the personal side. Great. Well, are you a uh, early bird or night owl? I'd say early bird. I like getting up, getting the day started, playing the day. Uh huh. I like exercising first thing in the morning to get the, the heart pumping, the what, brain working. What's your wake up time? Anywhere between four thirty and five. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe all these night, <laughs> all these early birds in here. We got several <laughs> early. We, I know. We've had we, a couple night owls. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, you early birds. Most, mostly early birds. We assume you're getting up. I know you mentioned working out, mm -hmm. so that's an awesome segue too, because I I managed to bring in. For our, our listeners or viewers that don't know, Gavin's yep. yeah, a, a bit of a local celebrity. So, Deal, you're going to have to zoom in on that. We'll have to, uh, you know, what was this uh, pertaining to? What were you, you're preparing for the marathon? Did that? Did you already do that? How'd it go? Sure. <laughs> Great. I'll sign that for you later. <laughs> yeah. No worries we're going to get an autograph picture. Sure. That was the frame. <laughs> we're missing a frame for that. That's right. That's right. That was for the Geistaff Marathon uh, here locally around the reservoir. Uh -huh. And I was on the, the board for it, help out, plan it, so on and so forth. Uh -huh. I do run, did not run this particular event just because I was helping uh, plan it. Sure. So I work at the information booth the day of. Uh -huh. But yes, it was 
very well attended. It was earlier, I say this month, heck, we're already halfway through October. It's actually in September. It was a month ago already that it took place. City of Fishers is now putting it on. Uh-huh. And first year for that, it was success, successful for them. And we're looking forward to having their involvement uh, going forward. I was involved prior to the city coming in as well uh-huh. when it was more, uh, I'll say private, but a nonprofit that was running it. Yeah. Once they got you on the cover, it just exploded. Boom, boom taking off. Exactly. <laughs> Took off. Well, you're a busy guy. I mean, we were talking a little bit before we came on air here about some of the other things you're doing. Tell us about what you're doing this afternoon. Yes. Yeah, so after this, heading down to Hinkle Fieldhouse to announce Butler Women Volleyball. I'm the PA announcer there. Been doing it actually for about 23 years, uh, along with women's basketball. So, oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's been doing it for a How do you a get into minute. that? Like, how do you, I mean, how do you segue into that? Obviously, you got a good voice. A is good... it something you did in college as well? It is not. It okay. is not. So I, I studied sports in college uh-huh. and uh, with a business background uh, also. Worked for Butler University Athletic Department shortly after college. And at that time, that was, that was late 90s. <clears throat> Women's basketball volleyball, some soccer, that kind of thing. It was still coming up for Butler University. Sure. And when you're trying to fill game day positions, yeah. you know, you got people to do certain things. Nobody would ever want to announce. So uh-huh. at that time, a gentleman by the name of JJ DeBross, who I work for, he was running the, uh, the marketing department, the athletic side, said, hey, you got a decent voice to do this, so you're going to be the PA guy going forward <laughs> yeah. over these sports. We don't have anybody to do. He said, you got a face for radio. <laughs> exactly. Face for radio. They're right. I jumped on and been doing it ever since. They keep uh, calling me back. Well, you must be doing a good true. job. It's, what, 20-some yeah. years later? How long have you been doing it? Yes, I, this, I think it's odd. 23 seasons for volleyball, 22 for basketball, if I think about it right. And the reason they're different, because I started them both at the same time, 2020, Messed up the basketball season, but volleyball actually ended up getting a spring season. Oh, okay. So they, still got the, yeah. they still got to play. So I kind of got uh-huh. two seasons in 2021 right. for volleyball. They messed okay. up your counting now, too. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's all messed up. Sure. <laughs> so what other things do you do outside of work? Oh, uh, running. I mentioned yeah. getting up. So I do, I do running. I do ultra marathons, which is a blast. Oh, An wow. ultra marathon is what, anything over yeah, yeah. anything over 26.2 miles. Wow. wow. So typically they start at a 50K and, and higher. So you're looking at 30 plus miles. And so how, how do you go from, oh man, I'm going to run, you know, the 26.2 or whatever it is to, you know what? Yeah, I, I'm I crazy. I'm, I'm going to do a hundred miles. Yeah, that wasn't enough. I need to run more. <laughs> so how, how do you get there mentally? Yeah, what's wrong it's gotta with you? Be, it's got to be like more <laughs> mental at that point than it is physical, right? It is. You're, yeah, your body's got to be in good enough shape to sustain it. But that's that's really easier. So I do a lot of trails, mm-hmm. which oh, I find okay. more relaxing, more exciting. So you're in the woods for five, six, seven, you know, 10 hours, whatever yeah. it's going to be. So it's always different instead of just pounding your legs on the roads, you know, around uh, the town, yeah, sure. wherever. So that, uh-huh. that helps quite a bit because the middle space is totally different looking. Trees, animals, yeah. birds, yeah. fresh air versus concrete jungle, right? Yeah. That's good. Uh, I would say, so I started out uh, try, just wanting to run mini marathon ran the first ever geist half marathon the and then i've done marathons but i got into trail running probably back in like 2006 or 7 and just on doing 10ks and it was yeah. a lot more fun i liked i liked the up and down i liked yeah. all that so then said how do i keep doing this and then realized that those events are at marathon length or longer most of the time so i yeah. said okay let's do it and i and I will say this, it sounds dumb, and I admit that, 
I would rather train for 30 plus miles on a trail than to train for a marathon. Having trained for both of them. Yeah. To me, a marathon is way too hard and too strenuous on the training regimen uh-huh. versus running on a trail for 30 miles. Sure. Now talk about that a little bit. Why? Why is that? I think for me, it's, it's a mindset, number one, and the overall environment you're in. And that is, that is the, the uh, I'll say competitors, the other runners. In, in trail running, it's more, from the events I've done, it's more of a friendly environment. So, you know, three of us yeah. are out there. We don't, so we don't know each other. We're running around and you're dog tired and you're mile 22 to 28 and you need a boost. Yeah. In the trail running community, somebody's going to stop and help you, provide you with something off their back. Yeah, hey, I got extra food. I got extra water. Uh-huh. What do you need to keep going to get you the next aid station? Right. Marathons, the ones I've done are, to me, seem to be very much more competitive or, hey, I'm out here to try to get my personal best time. So get out of the way. I'm just going to go run. Mm-hmm. And there's not as much camaraderie from what I have found. Um, you know, I'm sure other people got a totally different yeah. opinion, but that's, that's what I've found. Right. And so I like that environment better, yeah. more, more friendly than anything else. My dad's a huge runner. He ran Boston actually. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's he, huge. He yeah. actually, yeah, he caught, cause it's one of the only ones you have to qualify for to actually be able to go. And he qualified right off at Fort Bend. Oh, sweet. The one. Yeah, he had tried a couple other ones. So they have qualify. a qualifier at Fort Bend every year? Or? Yeah, well, it, they have a marathon, but it's one of the ones that ex- is accepted that for your age group, if you meet the qualifying time, then you can apply to be in Boston. I'm probably butchering this. Just like I'll butcher this next question that is, it pertains to trail running. Have you seen that documentary about the, uh, it's this guy hosts this run every year and you have to apply to get, you know what I'm talking about? I do know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's super cool, but they run like, it's like out in the woods and they run like through this old prison. Is this the one in Tennessee? I don't know where. Yes. That? Okay. Is it? Yep. Barclays. Yeah. Bar- yeah. That's yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. And, good. You, and you just you just run. I can't remember how long. It's like he's four been loops too, yes. like four marathon yeah. loops. And there's only been a handful of people that yeah. finish it because there's no markings. You just run. Whole idea uh-huh. is you find. Uh, you you kind of know where you're supposed to be going, and then there's a book. A passage or or a page out of a book. Yeah. You're supposed to find. You have to tear out your number. Yep. Your bid number. Yeah. To, to keep going. And yeah, not many people finish no. in the history of it. You know, yeah. Maybe five, five yeah, like a handful, yeah. dozen, something right. like that. Yeah. The so it's, then they become the legends, right? Oh yeah. 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 It's yeah. imitation only. You actually then run through the prison that, um, some famous assassin was, uh, um, housed in that prison. He escaped through these like tunnels and there's a part where you actually go like underneath the tunnel where he escaped. And the big joke was that the guy, was stuck in the woods forever. And this guy was like, I could have ran a marathon in the amount of time he got from point A to point B. So then he was like, I am going to, you know what? I'm going to make a marathon trail. So that but, was the founding yeah, idea. Yeah, of the the idea it's very, very good. You should watch it if, if you haven't seen it before. It's called the Barclays. Mm-hmm. And yeah, is, really it on, good. is it a Netflix? Uh, I think, it, I think it's it Amazon. A, it might Amazon. be Amazon. It's, yeah. it's one of the two. Yeah. I'll yeah. check it out. So yeah. tell us about what it's like to fuel your body during an event. Oh, um, Eat as much as you can and keep on going. Now, yeah. I will tell you, uh, a, I'll call it a baked potato, but a potato, or maybe it's raw. I, I really I really don't know. A raw potato with salt. Oh. Every aid station. Just a, maybe a quarter of it. Uh-huh. Phenomenal. Really? It fuels your body. Do that. Of course, Gatorade or, or whatever style of electrolyte there is, yeah. water. Uh-huh. Uh, they normally have at those aid stations, you got pretzels, M&Ms, sometimes peanut butter jelly sandwich, uh, a lot of Mountain Dew, Cokes, that kind of stuff too. 
So that's what, but you're constantly doing. The key is to stay on top of it. Uh, yes. So even, you know, if the first aid station is five miles in, get something in your body because you're going to have a problem if you don't later. Sure, right? Right. So that's the, that's the issue. Uh, but yeah, so you're just eating a lot. So by the time you're done, you're not necessarily hungry. Yeah, right. Because right. <laughs> you still got all that fuel. Yeah, exactly. Cool. That's a, lot, awesome. a lot of gels too. Yeah. The, you know, package gels you get. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And those, those mostly for electrolytes and like quick sugar hits, the, the gel packs. Yep. Quick sugar hits keep you going. Uh, yeah. Refuel electrolyte wise as well. Uh, what else they give you? They give you a little bit of carbs in there, kind of replenish that. Got to keep yourself, you got to keep your burn uh, off your muscles. So the mm-hmm. idea is to keep putting that food in to burn it off and not allowing your body to get to the muscle. And then you, then you're going to be sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. It's going to hurt. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Make it a hard recovery too. So sure. what, what was the genesis of the idea to start running? Where did that come from? Were you in cross country in high school or? No, I, I played soccer uh, actually up in the, up in the college. And so I, I like doing the sprints, doing short term, mm-hmm. short distance running. I should say some long distance stuff was you know, a terrible idea for a soccer player. Right. <laughs> uh, in 2003, our oldest daughter was born. And I was way out of shape being out of college for a while. And I thought, all right, she was born in May of 20, uh, 2003, June 1st, I started running to try to get back into shape. And, and from then I just kept on going. But the, the book ultra marathon, man, is how I got into the concept of ultra marathons and, and try mm-hmm. to figure that out. Okay. Where are they around here? What can we do? And my father gave my brother and I that book. He'd read it on a vacation somewhere, gave it to us to read. His whole premise, my dad's whole premise of the book was it's, if you haven't read it, it's, it's about a guy who runs a lot, but he's a family guy and he needed to get out from his day-to-day grind, started running, mm-hmm. doing all this crazy stuff in California. But then it was all about the family, how the family helped him. And so my dad thought it was a good book about family togetherness. Yeah. All that. Cool. My brother kind of followed that concept. Like, yeah, hey, that's a good book. I was like, cool, I'm going to go try to run 50 miles. <laughs> yeah, that's all I learned. You know, that's what I learned out of this. So that's what I do. So, so together, you guys did it both, right? right. He did that's the right. family piece, you did right. the running yeah, right. piece. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that's great. That's one way to avoid the family. Go ahead. 50 miles. That's right. Hey, I'm busy today. Yeah, yeah, right. Get you guys that's tomorrow. Right. I'm running to Kokomo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you a movie guy? TV, movie? You know, not not really. T V wise, crime shows though, if, if I'm gonna tune it on sites, take take football. I'm a football guy, okay, basketball sure. guy. Yeah. So take that stuff out. More crime, crime uh-huh. T V shows. Movies are tough. Uh, I say that I'm not sure I have the the ability or patience to sit for two and a half hours just to watch yeah, watch right. something. Now I say that I like Batman, uh-huh. Hoosiers, of course. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, being being a local guy. A Rudy fan too. You know, I like Rudy. Yeah. I'm not a Notre Dame guy, but yeah. I did I did like the movie Rudy. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, and of course, slap shots good. Yeah, all that stuff. What Major was, League, what was the that. one that documented the? Was it the '84 uh, U.S. Olympic men's team hockey miracle? Miracle, yeah. miracle. Yeah, I think that was the name of it. Yeah. The, the, the that's the one. Disney, yeah, 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 the Disney yeah. one. Yeah, that's cool. yeah, yeah, that's a cool movie. Uh, you know, all that stuff. I, all yeah. the ESPN 30 for 30s, big fan of those. Yeah. The Last sure. Dance, I was a huge fan. Big, that uh-huh. was great. That was yeah, great. That was, a, that was good. But they do a great job. Dodgeball's uh, great, too, if you need a laugh. Dodgeball's <laughs> good. Dodgeball's good. We're sports wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. that's good. <laughs> that's great. Are, are you a music guy? I, man, I'm, I'm, I'm letting you down with my no, answers, no, but, no, you're not. Uh, you're you. That's yeah, right. You're right. Know about you. Not really. So in the car, I'm more of a book or podcast kind of okay, guy. Yeah. Uh, well, tell us about that. 
Yeah. Uh, so I, I, James Patterson, going back to the crime. Okay. I just, I yeah, just yeah. Put on one of his books on Audible and listen to uh, that in the car most of the time. I'm trying to finish every series I can. Yeah. Uh, through that podcast every once in a while. I, I don't know any names of them. I'll just get on the phone real quick and be like, hey, I want to listen to something about business. Boom. Okay. I'll okay. Yeah. That. But I don't know any names. Now I'm uh, gonna, I'll get this one going. I'll start yeah. listening to this constantly. Uh -huh. yeah. 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 That'll be good. That's so, right. Yeah. Music wise, uh, we've got our oldest, I mentioned born in 2003. She's down in Nashville, Tennessee. She's uh, going to school down there, but she sang for a while in high school. Uh, down there, big country music. Uh, oh, she yeah. worked for Sirius XM The Highway for a little bit, did oh, an internship. Cool. So I, I'll listen to that just because of her. Right. Uh -huh. uh, and our her sister, our youngest, uh, you know, wants to listen to anything older sister's doing. Yeah. So that's cool. So now that's why I listen to country music when the girls are in the car. And uh -huh. Sure. That's about it. But I did go to see Guns N' Roses because that's what I grew up on. Uh, right. So yeah. He yeah. took me down to Nashville, Carrie Underwood, Guns N' Roses concert. That oh, that's, awesome. that's yeah, it was cool. Really cool. That's a strange combination. And I'll but, tell you what. Yes, it yeah. is. And Carrie, I knew, once again, two or three of her songs. Yeah. She came out. Monday Night did. Football, right? <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's fantastic. <laughs> she, and she sang that. Uh -huh, yeah. An actual song. Yeah. But uh, she came out and did a lot of covers of rock and roll. She's a big rock and roll person, had no oh, really? idea, and was phenomenal. And then came back out and sang Sweet Child of Mine in Paradise City with oh, Axel. Oh, that's cool. So it was really yeah. cool. It was a really cool show. Speaking of that, how was Axel? Is he back to his... You know, being able to sing, or is he still running out of breath? Yeah, he's getting better. Okay. He has to look get, a little bit more fit. Yeah, getting better. He is. Yeah. I think it was it was a good show. I mean, they played for a solid three hours. Oh wow! wow. It was it was fantastic. Uh, I don't think I've ever been to a concert that lasts that long with one artist. Right. right. And they were great. They sounded really good. There's a couple times that I think uh, audio was more audio problem than an actual problem. Okay. Just you could hear you could hear some stuff in the background, but it was really cool. And what was, was the venue? Yes, uh, is this new soccer stadium, open air soccer stadium, really cool architecture. I, I want to in Nashville. It's is, in Nashville. Is it where the Nashville FC team yes, plays. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the name. Of it, yeah, yeah. Uh, Geico is what, but it's not Geico, but it's okay. something along okay. that line. Starts yeah. with a G or something. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Is it time? Well. I, I don't know. I, I got a question about Nashville FC. Okay. Is, that, is that is that an MLS team? Yeah, they're an expansion. One of them. I don't know how recently, but they are one of the newer. So it'd be a good place to go see Messi play. Yeah. Good luck getting tickets. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The extra tickets ten are, grand laying around. Yeah. Is that how much they are? Uh, they're really expensive. Probably not that. That's outrageous. I really but, want to take Nolan. To see but it play. could be a thousand bucks. I mean, that's yeah, it's nuts. And they all sold out like immediately as yep. soon as he announced he was coming. They, there's a good documentary documentary about uh messy on apple right now really and, and yeah. netflix you got beckham right now right yeah, yeah. yeah. i saw, I yeah. saw uh -huh. the beckham one yeah yeah and beckham's I, all over the messy one too because he's the guy that you know owns miami and he brought him in so right. he's, yeah he's beckham's everywhere yeah, right it's, now uh, it's phenomenal how those guys yeah what they did for soccer in the u.s oh yeah, absolutely you know, it's pretty cool yeah they really put mls on the map yeah they did, they did. And absolutely. it also it is letting the United States, you know, the people in the United States know that we mm -hmm. actually have competitive soccer here. Yeah. And we were playing competitive soccer here, even though we weren't in the Premier League, we right. still had teams that are very, very competitive. Yeah. And our yeah. national team is is they're better than they've ever been before. There's there's a tier that's very well established above them that have been but you know, we're a top ten team in the world. Yeah. You know, without question. But 
you know, we're not to the Germany, Spain, you know, that, the level of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that we ever will be, but, right. but still, Maybe. there's no shame in being a top 10 team in the world. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's pretty impressive. So, and hosting the next World Cup. So that's Well, I cool know too. your finger's itching. You better get to I it. I know. Gosh, can we, we got a little segment here that we like to do is spin uh, the wheel. Okay. You don't know what you're getting and neither do we. Okay. So, Sounds good. So, we'll ask go. you here to, you can spin around and see the board behind you here and... Share screen. Share screen. I don't know why I've done this a thousand times and never can get the right one. Okay, the picker wheel. Sometimes we even say, you know what, we already talked about that. Let's move on to something else. Well, man, so here we go. Twice. Yeah. All right. Good celebration. Well, we lost on it. We lost the money. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. I told you. Messing with my. Ooh, it's always a good one. Here we go. Hey, uh, all right. Yeah. Your thoughts? Yeah, a lot smarter than I am. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, I have learned. I use Chat GPT. Got the, got an app on my phone, and I ask it uh, quite a few questions. Yeah. Work, some work related. Some obviously not. Mm -hmm. But it seems to be good. I mean, it's, it's quick and easier than Googling, which I do obviously quite a bit too. Sure. And I, I think it, from what I have noticed on what I have asked seems to be accurate or pretty darn close to what I'm looking for. Sure. Most of the time. And most of the time what I'm doing is can you, you know, I need more detail on a specific situation. Uh -huh. Something we're trying to do at Midwest business funding to grow the company. Hey, here's a thought, Chad GPT, tell me, tell me what your thoughts yeah. are. How do I make this work? And it uh -huh. yeah, spits out, you know, yeah. bullet points. Give me an outline or you exactly. Know, yes. And then you can, then you can, you know, kind of, Finagle that to make it yep. fit what it is you're looking. That's what I was going to ask: is is you guys implement that from a business standpoint at all? Just just for what I just mentioned, but uh -huh. and I think AI is entering, and I'm sure there's companies out there. Uh, there's a large fintechs probably already use it for a lot of things, or maybe mm -hmm. even some community banks are using it too to help maybe with underwriting and looking at different deals. I'd like to get there. I'm not sure we're ready. We're, we are ready for it. Our industry could be, but are we? I'm not sure. Yeah, and maybe the technology isn't there yet for it yet either. Correct. You know, we can see it evolving. We all know it's going to be huge. It's yes. the next big gigantic thing. But how it's going to impact us, I don't think we're all quite sure yet. We're all kind of waiting to see how it plays out. Yeah. It's neat, so, though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's great. Yeah. I mean, I, from my understanding, I'd love to be in school right now because, mm -hmm. you know, every paper is written for you. Yeah. But from what I understand <laughs> is the, the teachers or the professors, right, if – Figure out they they can now check it. There's an app to double yeah, check there's a their program paperwork. that they can run through the work, right. and it will tell them if it's been, uh, you know, written by Chat GPT or not. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get an A though, you know. That's, that's, right. that's right. It's definitely interesting technology. Have you did you uh, watch Westworld or Black Mirror? Anything? Any of those episodes on Netflix? No. Uh, it, it's kind of fascinating that, uh, that there's two conversations. One, you know the advancement of AI in business and the advancement of AI for um, weaponization, right. Mm -hmm. In controlling people mm -hmm. and populations. And there's just like in a, a, a huge advancements on both those fronts and you know, where, where it goes, I don't think anybody knows right now. Yeah. Right. But I, I think, you know, at least to me, I don't think it's sentient yet. Right. And so I think that we're learning a lot. We're still we have a lot of right? <laughs> we have big databases with lots of data for recall. So uh -huh. it's doing a really good job of you know contextually relating things that are existing in that database based on the query that we're giving it right now. Mm -hmm. I think that's where we we are. When it gets to the next level, where it starts to learn based on the 
you know, so if you take an output of that, right, we give it an input, it contextually relates things to our query. When it gets to the point where it starts learning based on the questions that we're asking it, and then it asks itself questions, yeah. and then answers those questions, how long is it before we get there? Maybe yeah. we already are. I mean, there's rumors that mm. Google has had a sentient uh, AI. Oh, they've had some scary stuff happen where, yeah, yeah, where I know where it, it actually, uh, the bot was able to, it couldn't verify a, you know, how you get the, uh, the captcha where it's like, you know, take all the, you know, photos right. here yeah. and, you know, prove that you're, you know, real. Yep. What it did was it actually, you know, couldn't do that. It actually hired a person. Hired a person. They went out to Upwork and hired yeah. a person to actually do it. Do the okay. job for them. Like, how crazy is that? <laughs> that's like, awesome. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty cool, but it's like, oh, my gosh, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> See, the business applications that yeah. is awesome. Yeah. It's amazing, right? Because right? mm -hmm. then you've got a virtual assistant that can, you just give it a task, and it doesn't, doesn't care that it gets an objection, which is no. It just keeps trying to find the path forward. Mm -hmm. that's, uh -huh. that's awesome. As long as it stays the assistant and it doesn't become our boss, I'm still <laughs> right. with it. That's know? right. That's yeah. for sure. That's very yeah. neat. We need to learn yeah. more. I need to learn yeah. more. That's for sure. Yeah. I think it's going to continually evolve and, uh, you know, got to stay on top of it so it's not something our kids can use that you we know, don't have any idea. You know, revolutionary right now. Yeah. You know, it, like back in, you know, what, 1997 or 98 when mm -hmm. the GUI interface came out for Microsoft Excel. Right. Yeah. We were, I think we're on Lotus notes and then everything kind of went over to Microsoft at Excel and like all of a sudden it was a big advancement, mm -hmm. you know, in the financial world and you know, the, mm -hmm. the accounting world. And we're like, wow, this is awesome. Now here we are, you know, 20 some years later talking about, right. Right. Do we even need to enter data anymore. Yeah. Right. 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 No, that's true. In, in our generations, my wife and I normally get into conversations, you know, what, you know, our kids, I think our oldest knows what a CD is, right? Our youngest has no idea what a CD is. Neither one of them had a landline phone ever. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, what did, what are we seeing that's cool for us? You know, mom and dad, our grandparents, I guess what had a car, right? Mom and dad had color TV kind of thing. Yeah, right. Yes. Of course, we got the internet, but now uh -huh. it, it, how do you keep doing it? But the, the yeah. chat GPT, the AI stuff is really going to be our, right. yeah. our kind of deal, or maybe it falls more in the generation below us as far as what they grasp onto. But it's neat to see that we're still advancing it, yeah. in some capacity over you know, an automobile or an airplane or things like that. Right. Those are all nice. Don't get me wrong. And, yeah. and more of those inventions would be great. But this technology to get yeah. us where we need to be is is more important. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really cool. So, all right. Well, we uh, really appreciate you joining us, Gavin. And since you're so far away, about 13 steps down the hall, <laughs> we'll probably have you back at some point, too. So, uh, no, no question. Although, yeah. we failed to give him his gift. Every, every, uh, podcast guest that comes on gets a gift we do not have it here today but we will hand deliver it to you fair enough yeah, yeah. fair enough can't wait to see what that's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be it's made it up right now I, I no, no, no 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 i'm kind of looking no. like we do it's for real <laughs> i actually text my wife this morning it's like hey where are those things and she's like they're okay. in my purse I'm okay like, oh okay well right. i guess we'll get them we do have a gift then yeah okay. all right Starting now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Starting right now. So. Yeah, the other previous episode people made. No, you're the yeah. first one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're the first one. <laughs> Your maiden voyage of podcast guests gifting. Yeah. Awesome. There we go. Perfect. Thank you guys for having yeah. me on and, and appreciate how you guys help Midwest Business Funding. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. How can people find you? Reach you. Um, yeah, MidwestBusinessFunding.com. It is long, but MidwestBusinessFunding.com is the easiest way to look us up. 
uh, I think I'm on there. Scott's on there and Jeffrey's on there. Jeffrey's one of our sales guys mm -hmm. and click on us. I think you can email us or you can click sure. on there. We'll put links on the screen there too. Perfect. So um, yep. yeah. that's the easiest way, but we're, we're here in Fishers, Indiana. and Happy to talk to you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thanks again. Thanks for really your time, appreciate, it. appreciate you coming on. Sure thing. Thank you. Yeah.